Hey, hey, and happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy day after Christmas to you, Tiffany. And to you. Oh, well. I don't even know. There's Christmas Eve. What's the what's the name of the day it's after be Christmas? Like Post-Christmas Day? Oh. Christmas something? We'll go with post You like that one? Yeah. yeah Merry post-Christmas oh, yeah. Day. Oh, that'll catch on. I yeah, can, I think I can it see will. the greeting cards already. I think it will. All right. So um, I, I just know that you probably had a, an exciting Christmas. You got everything that you wanted I had and more? I had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Went to my niece's house. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I got to see family, jumped around, did all kinds of stuff, got to see everybody. Uh, really didn't ask for anything. Didn't I couldn't think of anything. I was, I was like forced to ask for a few things because people wanted to buy me stuff. So I was kind of like thinking of, you know, what I wanted, but I got everything and more. I got so much stuff. I'm just very, very happy. How much just, bacon? Um, actually, Not necessarily and, no, no, the food bacon. No, no, right, but... right. The only thing, I did get some bacon stuff, and it was uh, bacon-scented erasers, little pig-shaped uh, erasers. Now, can you make, who would give me erasers? Who everyone, would make every, a pig-shaped no, every, bacon-smelling Everyone eraser. knows I don't make mistakes, so why would they give me erasers in the first place? <laughs> I just think yes. it's funny that yes. they actually, there's a manufacturer there's, that... There's, they probably make them and they squirt them with something, you know. I, I haven't opened the package, so I don't know exactly what they smell like. Wow. All right. So, um, hello out there and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for spending your Monday evening with us. You are listening to WRLR 98.3 FM, and this is Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host, Marty Jalove, and of course, I cannot do it without my bestest buddy. Tiffany. Sometimes known as Tiffaroo. Tiffaroo. Okay. Or the Tiffaratron. Okay. Never yeah. heard that one. Okay. <laughs> there you go. We're going to keep we're, coming up with new ones. Work. All right. There you go. Uh, and so every Monday, we come at you right here on the radio station, and to try to help you master those... Uh, the, the way of navigating your paths to happiness, okay? We understand there's lots of reasons to be sad and angry and even be afraid. So happiness is outnumbered three to one, and we want to help you uh, beat that. We want to help you exercise those happiness muscles. So every Monday, we tackle one of the greatest problems in the world, okay, or just some topic that we feel like talking about. And what we do is we apply a little bacon to it. Not the bacon for chewing, but the bacon for doing. The B-A-C-O-N. And so today is no different than any other day. Today we want to talk a little bit about disappointment because just like this is the uh, time of year where there's a lot of people feeling like really good, this is the time of year for hopes and dreams, but it's also filled with so much disappointment. I think there's a lot of people that get caught up in the hype of the holidays and then when they don't get what they want or they or they want for too much and they can't possibly receive it, they start slipping into depression and that, or at least extreme sadness or anger. And this is really difficult. All right, so the idea here is disappointment is when expectation and reality meet in an unfavorable way. Isn't that a neat way of explaining it? Mm-hmm. You, you liking that? All right. It starts with hoping and dreaming for something and then starting to believe that you truly deserve it. And then all of a sudden, uh, reality comes and slaps you in the face and says, nope, you're not going to get that. All right. And so that, that result of that surprise manifests or turns into, like I said, the deep sadness or anger. All right. And it really hurts. That type of disappointment when you really built yourself up for something. And during that process, you start believing, like, I deserve it. I deserve it. I can picture myself with this thing, with this event, you know, or whatever, this person, uh, this ability. When it doesn't come true and you've built yourself up and you've created this this, uh, identity, this uh, universe almost in your mind that it happened, 
when you get slapped with the reality and it doesn't happen, it really, really hurts. And I, I dug, did some digging, and what I realized, I didn't, know, I didn't understand this, and this makes so much sense. You know, when you are hurt physically, uh, Tiffany, you know, you've, you've been hurt because you, you've, you've hurt yourself plenty. Accidents. Yes, yes. Well, your body has a defense mechanism. What it does is when you're hurt, your body creates endorphins right away, which is one of these happiness uh, hormones within your, a chemical inside you that, that brings you some happiness when you're hurt. It, it helps you recover quicker when you're hurt physically. But when you are hurt psychologically, there is no combat in the human body. You are just alone with that, with the psychological trauma of being disappointed, being hurt like that. And so you've got to come up with some way of beating it. And I thought that was just really interesting when I read about that. And it kind of makes sense. You know, there's uh, that, you know, you see people, sometimes they fall and they hurt themselves. Uh, If it's not too severe, they can start laughing and something like that. You know, immediately because that endorphins, those endorphins kick in to help us get over those things. But when it's a psychological thing, it takes a lot for us to get over that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so disappointment, uh, I'm not going to get into the, uh, the, the intricacies of it, but Tiffany, have you ever felt disappointed? (laughs) You're like, no, of course not. Never. (laughs) Yes, Yes. Yes. Have you ever, and, uh, have felt like so disappointed where, where you just feel like, it's uh, it's like it's changing your body physically. Like this, the stress, the reality of it is like I, I can't like get out of this. Have you ever felt strong disappointment like that? Um, so would you consider disappointment and depression? Well, disappointment. It's it's depression. There's lots of because reasons towards it depression. It would be um, right. if you're in such a depression, it's hard to get out of. Right. But sometimes if um, I, I would get extremely disappointed because I. I would think one way and the disappointment hit because I would think there is no way that is true and it is true and it just it so it does disappoint me. Sure, sure. Then you have those negative thoughts in your head all the time. And I think and that's that's the part of it. You have nothing in in our bodies, no chemistry in our bodies that that turn that around and that's what's rough. And so the depression could be an answer to disappointment. We get disappointed and then we can get extremely sad. We can It can lead towards depression. Uh, again, some people turn towards anger. And then the more we feel sad, then we start feeling more disappointed with our reaction. Yes. Okay. And that's this never-ending cycle. And so what we want to do is we want to turn this thing around okay. a little bit. And so one of the things that was really interesting is... Uh, I got to talk about this metamorphosis. I found, I feel myself been going through, and I was talking to my wife about this. Is that we all uh, talk about like happiness, and you know we want to rah rah rah. We all want to go out there and be happy. We want to come up with a reason to smile, and, and we you know we're doing this show about pushing people towards smiling. And remember, early on in the show, I would tell people all the time, go to my website, masterhappiness.com, and there's the picture of the little pig. Is this the forms? Yes, the form. Yes. So the little pig, you click on it. It's a form. It's the happiness worksheet. And what it basically is doing is it it helps you, um, and it's free to download. So please take it, pass it around to to everyone you know, is what it does is it helps you track the things that anger you, that make you sad, uh, the things that you're afraid of, and helps you look for the things that make you happy. And I read enough a lot about this that I said, yeah, this has got to work. I'm going to really push for this. But what's happened with me, Tiffany, we've been doing this show for well over a year and a half, right? So you're looking at every week for over a year and a half. And I think we've only missed one week. 
What, yes. What, all right. Somebody had to go to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah their daughter was, had to get married or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I was talking about the last one. We missed like Halloween too. Or no, not Halloween. We missed something else just recently. Anyway, so we missed something. Anyway, we missed very few shows. But the 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 point that I wanted to make, the idea that I was going to bring up was we've been working on this it's show. Halloween. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but we've been working on this. And so that means every week trying to come up with another way of helping people out of the doldrums that, uh, that can uh, haunt us in life and find a way towards happiness. So we've been working on this every week. Uh, reading up things, studying new things, and then struggling for me sometimes of trying to come up with the acronym B-A-C-O-N all right, is... every week, right? So I have been like doing a master's class uh, on happiness for a year and a half, okay? Then this past month, since December 1st till Christmas now, I've watched one Christmas movie, at least one Christmas movie every single day that is bringing me more happiness. And so I've been listing all these and so I find myself crying at these movies, the silliest things. And now I'm crying at these Christmas songs and stuff. And I am just in a happier, a greater mood. And I was talking to my wife going, I'm going through this whole thing. And I'm like, this is crazy because I'm just really more positive and more optimistic now than ever before and more sentimental. More, And if to quote my brother Joe, baby Joe, I'm more sappy than anything else. Hmm. Okay. So the idea of that worksheet I told you about really works if you really concentrate on happiness the things that bring us happiness okay the more you concentrate on it the oh my god the so much better it's going to be okay and i think that's one of the reasons that i can combat disappointment easier okay because um i've got a different mindset on it now and this mindset that i've always built is stronger and stronger thanks to the show thanks to you tiffany all right, for being over there. And so I hope that you can feel the same way too, Tiffany, as opposed to you just <laughs> looking going, why, he's a psycho. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He's so sappy over there. <laughs> yeah, there okay. you go. <laughs> but um, I want to get back to this whole idea of disappointment and how can we combat it. The first thing is to keep in mind that disappointment is going to happen. We don't, Absolutely. Yeah, we don't have a way to just hide it out unless you've got some... I don't know, a lobotomy of some type or you're on chemistry, you know, you're on some chemicals all the time. But I don't want to live a life like that. And I I hope that no one else has to live a life like that. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to say there's there's a a path out of everything. But uh, if you're feeling very depressed, if you're feeling disappointed with everything, then please seek real help. Okay. Uh, but in the meantime, what I'm talking about is normal, the day-to-day stuff that we set ourselves up for failure. We set ourselves up. We 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 come up with these lofty goals, these lofty ideas, like this is going to happen, and then we don't know how to handle it when it doesn't happen. I know we some want. people that uh, told me that they set themselves up for disappointment. So when it happens, they're not necessarily disappointed. They knew it was going to happen, but it would be a happy surprise. Okay, so they set themselves yeah. up for disappointment. Yes. See, and so it's not so. If it doesn't work out, they expected the disappointment. But if something goes right, then Then it's a happy, it's a... Yeah, um, I think, you know, what ends up happening with this, and I'll be honest, I think that's a fear mechanism. The fear, they're so afraid of disappointment that they're saying, I'm just going to hope for disappointment. I'm going to hope things go wrong because then I won't be disappointed. Correct. Because that's what I expected. And that's bad because what we've got to do is that expectation and, and anticipation 
uh, this is the thing we should be focusing on and, and, and draw some energy from it. You know, every major religion in the world comes up with something that they talk about the journey or the way, the light, etc. It's It's the idea of getting there. It's the journey is more important than the destination itself. Mm-hmm. And so when you give up ahead of time and you say it's not going to happen, and if it happens, wonderful, it's a good surprise. No, that's no way to lead your, lead your life. It's I think we talked about this before. It's like playing darts and saying I'm not going to aim because if I aim, I can't hit a bullseye. So I'm not going to aim. I'm just going to throw the darts. And if I get a bullseye, wonderful. Okay, well, that's a terrible. Then why are you playing? The idea is to play to aim for the bullseye. To shoot for that and understand that you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it most of the time, okay? Uh, but you keep trying and you keep practicing and you keep getting better and better. You can't say, well, it's I'm not even going to try because I can't hit it, so I'm, I'm going to give up on it, okay? Uh, you can't give up on life. You have to keep struggling. Life, life is a struggle, so you've got to keep working at it. You've got to keep improving yourself all the time. And so it's bad if people are feeling that way. And I feel sorry for those of you out there. I know it's difficult. And if you've been handed so much negativity in your life and so many disappointments, don't give up. You want to lead a life filled with love and laughter. And so I want you to seek out those kinds of things and just try a little harder. And don't worry so much if something disappoints you or something doesn't go your way. That's what this show is about. All right. So before we get into the bacon thing here, uh, because I want to end the show, I want to, I'm going to, you don't notice I'm talking a little faster. Am I? Am I talking faster? And, and Tiffany's like, <laughs> no, no, this is, no, this is, this is pretty talk. much <laughs> because what I want to do is at the end, uh, I want to talk about some of the stuff like at this time of the year, we're going to talk about Christmas because that's the holiday you and I celebrate. Although there's plenty of people who celebrate uh, Hanukkah during this time of the year with Kwanzaa. Today's the first day of Kwanzaa. So people celebrate a lot of different things during this time of year. It's the winter solstice uh, coming around the corner is the Chinese New Year. Uh, I mean, New Year's Eve is coming around the corner. So people celebrate a lot of different things. But what you and I celebrate are, is Christmas. We just passed this. And so I want to talk about some of the the big things, the things we're happy about. So I want to talk with, um, so I want you to think about that. Now you're like, oh, he's putting me on the spot yeah. again. All right. <laughs> so um, let's get into this. Before we do this, Tiffany, of course, you always have some great quotes for us. Mm-hmm. All right. So what I want to do is I don't want to forget these because we push them off to the end. And then sometimes people who listen to the show uh, they nod off or they uh, have to go run errands and they miss some of the quotes. So I would like to hear one of your wonderful quotes. Um, you can't dwell on disappointment. You've yeah. got to take the positives and keep looking ahead. I'm loving that. Who said that? Um, A.J. Tracy. A.J. Tracy. A.J. Tracy. It sounds. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking there's a there's an author, Brian Tracy, that I know. So A.J. Tracy. I don't know. Oh, that's nice. I know. I don't know if yeah. anyone heard that or not. I, well, I heard it. That's, <laughs> If you heard that squeaky noise, that was Tiffany's knee. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, AJ Tracy, can you just say that one more time? I got so caught up in the name, I forgot the quote. You can't dwell on disappointment. You've got to take the positives and keep looking ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so, that's I'm, what I'm, you're saying I'm, with making the list. Right. And the. Yeah. And just keep working because we know without a doubt that these negatives are going to happen. It's how you handle the negatives that make us and then looking forward to the positives. I am going to keep repeating this over and over until people say, oh, my gosh, it doesn't have anything else to say. Um, Life is like this incredible roller coaster. okay? and it's filled with these ups and downs. We look forward to the twists and turns. That's what makes life exciting. But these ups and downs is throughout our entire life. We're going to be riding high. Everything's running and working wonderfully. And other times we're down at the bottom where it seems like it can't get any worse. okay? and it's important to lead a life to say, I understand 
that there are highs that are not going to last and there are lows that are not going to last either. So the attitude we have to grab onto is when we are in the doldrums where everything is just falling apart and it seems terrible. We have to say to ourselves, be strong. Now's the time. Now this is the test. Uh, this is what's showing me the worst of things so I can really enjoy the best of things. While I'm down low like this, I have to just concentrate, work harder, learn from this, and understand that it's not going to last long. Okay? And use that to my benefit to rise high. And then when I'm rising high, don't cop the attitude of, well, everything's going well, it's not going to last long. No, forget that. Instead, say, hey, I'm at the top of my game. Everything's working out well. Let's enjoy life. Let's enjoy this while we're while we're here. And that's the important thing. Focus on all the positivity. There are plenty of things that are going to haunt us, okay, and plenty of things going to pull us down. If we allow it or if we fall into that hole, we've got to keep trying to find a way to, to climb out. Yes. Okay? Uh, so this this line, I think you'd like this, is the idea that it truly is all in our head. Okay? Oh, absolutely. All right? And so I like this. So head is H-E-A-D because you know how much I love acronyms. It's hope, expectations, and disappointment. They're all in our head. H-E-A-D, right? Mm -hmm. And what's important about that is understanding that uh, people, like you just said, yes, yes, they are. What's important to know about that, if if the hope and the expectation is in my head, all right, and I can put it there and I can get excited and I can feel like giddy about it and, and just pumped up and happy and joyful because of that. When disappointment uh, enters my head and making me feel down, I have the power to turn that around because it's all in my head. It's not actually happening. Okay? There, well, there was something I posted on Facebook, and it was the heaviest burdens that we carry are thoughts in our heads. Yes. How about it, right? Yeah. Because there's nothing that life can hand us physically, uh, emotionally, et cetera, that our mind can't beat. Yeah, it's okay? it, everything. Yeah, it's all in your head. And it took a while for me to learn that. Yeah, and and you know what? Sometimes I've, I've heard it so many times, and you're like, hey, yeah, yeah, it's cliche. It just sounds like a saying. It's, it's nice to talk about, but it really, really works. And that's why I wanted to talk about that little metamorphosis that I'm going through where I'm just genuinely happier, and it's difficult for me to find some sadness Okay. Is it uh, that you're truly happy or is it a little something, something that you're like either smoking or taking? <laughs> you know what? I don't want to smoke, <laughs> drink, or, well, I'll, I'll, I'll drink now and then, but I don't want to get to the point where I like black out. I don't want to miss any part of life. I want to enjoy everything I'm doing. Mm. Okay. So yeah, no, there is no drug. There's no <laughs> shortcut to it. All right. <laughs> um, so I just want us to think about this. You know, we've talked about it in the past that hospitals are, are keep pushing the idea of laughter. Laughter is such a strong medicine because it makes us laugh. It makes us feel good. It releases that dose of the, the happiness uh, drugs, the dose. It's the dopamine, the oxytocin, the serotonin, and the endorphins. Okay, those are these, these happiness chemicals within our body that we have the ability to be happy. We just have to release those, all right? And so laughter is part of it. It's the idea of you know, we force ourselves to smile even when we're not happy because the smiling triggers our body into saying, hey, we're smiling. Something must be going good. And suddenly the chemicals are released and we become happier and we become happier. And that's why we start smiling. Mm-hmm. So the people who have that 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 face where they're like, I'm not smiling. OK, what happened? What it's doing is you're telling your body uh, there's no reason to smile. So fool yourself, trick yourself, trick your body into being happy. That's what it's all about. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, you know the Jackie Wilson song, Higher and Higher? Yes. Yes. So I, I was I was listening to that while oh, I was kind of writing this. Oh, crying again. No, I wasn't crying. I okay. love that song. Because it, it, they sing, Your Love is Lifting Me Higher. Higher and Higher. All right. And I sing it, Ja Love is Lifting Me Higher. Oh, I and thought I, you were yeah, going to say yeah. Christy. No, no, no. Ja Love. Okay. Well, she's uh, Christy Ja Love. But it's cool because there's a line in there that says, uh, once... Uh, now, I can't, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> once, blah, blah, blah. Uh, disappointment was my closest friend or was my only friend. So he's talking about that. Then he met her and uh, disappointment soon departed. And I've never seen him again. Okay. So it's beautiful that there are, you know, it's a great Jackie Wilson song, Higher and Higher. It's all about that whole idea of taking power, allowing something, the good in life to come into your life so that you have a reason to be happy. You have a reason to smile. You have have a reason to feel that joy and just get happier. It really can happen. But I'm going to ju- I'm going to go back, but disappointment is going <laughs> to happen. All right? So, I don't want everyone to go, "Oh, yeah, there's happy go lucky." Okay, um disappointment and you're listening to the song and the radio station changes. Yeah. Oh. Cuz you can't finish listening I to can't, the song. Right and and it's a commercial break. Yes. Oh my god, how oh. awful. How awful, right? Oh, yes. But uh but those kind of things happen. Disappointment's going to happen, so it's how we take it how we accept it, and our reaction. And we've talked about this plenty of other times, is the only person we can change in the world is ourselves. We can't change other people. We can nudge them. We can push them in a certain direction. We can make suggestions. But people have to make their own decisions. So if that's the case, then nothing out there can really uh, make us feel sad, make us feel angry, make us feel scared, unless we allow it to happen. Okay? And there's natural human reactions to plenty of things. We're going to feel that way. But then how do we accept it? How long do we let it last? And then what do we do with that energy? That's what's important. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Look at this. We're just going to just keep yakking away. We're not going to get to the bacon yet. All right. <laughs> so um, give us another quote there, Tiffany. How many how many quotes did you bring today? Yeah. Um, About so- 60? Sometimes the biggest disappointment leads you to the right place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like that a lot. Do we have an author for that one? Uh, Carrie Garber. Okay. Thank you, Carrie. I hope you're a loyal listener. People are out there going, uh, yeah, sh- I'm sure she is. Uh, <laughs> or boy, him. Or him. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's true. It's a C. I apolo- but I, I apologize. But I think that could be either way. I don't know. I don't know. But you're right. Uh, you know, we talked about this, the yin and the yang. All right. That's It's a wonderful um, Asian symbol, the yin and yang. And it talks about the balance between good and evil, the dark and the light, uh, the good and the bad. And so disappointment sometimes is that opportunity to learn something and realize that that's not the right path. So we need those disappointments in life to help guide us down the right, the right path as well as to teach us the wrong things to do. Okay. Uh, it also gives us the opportunity to learn from it and grow from things like that. So sometimes we get disappointed because we can't do it, but we don't give up. We keep trying, we keep trying, Mm -hmm. keep trying. Remember the, uh, the story I told you once before about the little boy, the baseball player. Uh, he gets in his uniform. He goes outside. He's all by oh, himself. All right. So sweet. Yeah. <laughs> he's all by himself. And he's got his bat and his ball. And he tosses the ball in the air. And he goes, I am the greatest batter in the world. And he swings and he misses. And, this is really and, he, and, he, and he throws the ball again. And he goes, I am the greatest batter in the world. And he swings and he misses. Ah, grabs it one more time. Throws it in the air. Swings. Goes, I'm the greatest batter in the world. Swings and misses a third time. But instead of getting disappointed, he goes, oh, he comes to the realization, I'm the greatest pitcher in the world. Very <laughs> cute. I love that. 
because that's the attitude we have to have in life. We have to look at life just like that and say, if things didn't go my way, the expectations this little kid had about being the greatest batter in the world, okay, the expectations he had when he realized it didn't uh, come true, he didn't allow that, it, he didn't allow the failure to define him. He allowed the failure to guide him to what his true calling was, okay? And that's how we have to lead life, all right? Yes. So, here we go, Tiffany. Uh, how can we use bacon to handle disappointment? All right? Okay. So this is B-A-C-O-N. B is be nice to yourself and others. That's the first B. And what I mean by that, which is pretty obvious, is don't beat yourself up because you uh, don't, be, you know, you're going to be disappointed with yourself sometimes on the things we do. Don't beat yourself up so much. We're humans. We cannot do everything. Uh, don't. Uh, I mean, be nice to other people. If somebody let you down, you expected something from them. Don't let, don't uh, stop being nice to them. Just be a good person. Be kind to these people. Be kind to yourself. Move forward with disappointment. Use disappointment as a leverage, uh, a lever, if you say, if uh, per se, to uh, lift that that disappointment within ourselves and to reach more, you know, towards happiness. All right. So don't use it as a crutch. Don't don't use it as a boulder on our back. All right. Instead, be nice to the people around us. Understand that people are going to disappoint us. But part of the reason they disappoint us is because our expectations, our hopes, our dreams might have been too high. They could not possibly live up to our expectations. Okay, Uh, we cannot possibly live up to our own expectations. Life in general sometimes can't live up to our expectations. So be nice to, uh, to yourself and be nice to others because you know, stuff's going to happen, right? Right. All right. A, allow yourself to be aware of how you feel. All right. When you're disappointed, one of the things I love doing, and we always talk about this, is tell yourself, all right, how am I feeling? How How is this disappointment affecting? What's my heart rate doing? All right. Am I, am I feeling tired, exhausted? Am I feeling uh, sad? Am I feeling extremely sad? Am I getting angry? Take a moment and just be aware of your feelings to find how this disappointment is affecting you. Because again, if it's all in our head, it affects us in so many different ways. And we don't want it to turn into so much stress that it affects us physically. It's going to affect us momentarily. And it's up to us to take a look at that. And sometimes we might have to say, I have to walk away for a bit to calm down to regain my composure, and then I'll be back, okay? Uh, we don't want to pass on that disappointment to somebody else. We don't want to scream at them and go, well, now look at this. You made me so angry because you let me down. Uh, I'm going to give the, you all the all of this pain and suffering I'm going through, and now you're on your own, and I'm going to go go kick the cat, okay? <laughs> we, we don't want that to happen, all right? Uh, which is might be a really good reason to buy a cat. But... Um, Anyway, so we don't want that. We want to be aware of how we're feeling, okay? And the more we become aware of how we feel and the longer we concentrate on that, the easier it is for us to overcome it, okay? Because if you take your time and you sit there going, wow, I'm really sad, I'm upset with this. Oh, my expectations might have been a little lofty or no, you know what? They weren't that lofty. It was, But this other person didn't meet my expectations, okay? Well, I can't expect them to always meet my expectations, mm-hmm. So you start having this conversation with yourself and you say, wow, but my, I, I realize my sadness is turning into anger. Okay. And it shouldn't turn into anger. All right. 
if this person is always disappointing me, is always making me promises and making me think of wonderful things and then not following through, well, now you've learned something about the person. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you have, if you continue to do that with yourself, you've learned something about yourself. So always use it as a learning experience. All right. Sounds good. You like that? I mean, I wish there were, I, I wish there was a magic wand that made all disappointment go away, but it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Keep in mind, like I said, uh, we don't have the uh, the chemicals in our body to make this change, but because it's all in our head, if we take our time, do the deep breathing exercises and relax a little bit, we can turn this stuff around. Okay, so so far it was B, be nice to yourself and others. A, allow yourself to be aware of how you feel. C, is concentrate on humility and gratefulness. And what I mean by that is really is a lot of times when we get disappointed, it's because we see other people getting more than us or our, you know, we anticipate something and we, and what we got didn't meet our dreams and our, and our goals and our thoughts. Okay. And so instead try to be grateful about what we already have. Try to be grateful about the path you took to get there. Let's say you're, um, you're running a race and in your head, in order to win your race, you're, you're telling yourself, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to win. And you're anticipating the win. You can picture the win. And at the last moment, someone passes you up and wins. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly. All right. Are you going to be disappointed? Yes, of course you are. Because you had set yourself up so much and you've, and you've uh, invested your psychological uh, being, your physical being into winning and someone beat you. So you're, yes, you're going to be disappointed. But I want you to also be humble. Show some humility and congratulate the person for winning because they did a great job. Be grateful for coming in second place. Be grateful for all, you know, all the people you, you beat in the race, okay? Uh, if you're last in the race, be grateful that you finished the race. There's always something to be grateful about, all right? Always. And, and if you are concentrating on humility and gratefulness, what will end up happening is uh, you will find that the disappointment suddenly is not as strong. Not saying it disappears, but it's definitely not as strong. All right, so O is opting for optimism and understanding. And it's a little bit kind of like we just said, concentrate on the humility and gratefulness, but it takes it to the next thing, uh, the next level. Opting for optimism. In other words, make the choice to be optimistic about it. Really fight for the choice of being optimistic and ask yourself, what did I learn from this? What is good about this? Uh, and trying to truly understand it, that it's not just a trick. I'm not just tricking myself, but I truly understand that something good comes out of everything. It's the idea of, you know, um, everyone talks about the optimist and the pessimist and, and the half a glass of water. Is it half, is it half full, half empty? You know what? Be optimistic. It's, you've got water. All right. <laughs> no matter how much you've got, you've got water. So that's a good thing. It is. A right. Good thing. Yeah. And so no matter what goes on, if you're last in that race, that's fine. Okay. You, you still, finished. you finished the race. Exactly. So I'm optimistic about it. All right. And then N of course, is this never stop dreaming, hoping and wanting. All right. And this goes to what you were talking about. The idea of the uh, people who said, I'm just going to expect disappointment so that no matter what happens, I, you know, if I, I might accidentally win and then it'll be, it'll be a happy surprise. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Uh, I guess sometimes when you don't have the strength, but I want you to never stop dreaming, hoping, wanting, desiring, and fighting for what you want. Okay, and when you fail, when you fall down off of that mountain you've been climbing, when you fall down, you learn something. You can get a little further the next time. 
you fail. You get uh, you try it again. You get a little further the next time. Maybe the next time you don't go this far. Okay, exercise, rest, relax, uh, whatever it takes, and try it again. All right. I would say if there's anything, if there's anything good about video games that kids play, if there's anything good is it allows them to lose at certain things. Okay, it allows them to lose so they don't just are disappointed and go, I tried this one time and I, I'm disappointed because I didn't get all the way to level 119, so I'm throwing the game away. Instead, they tried, they enjoyed themselves. The next time, they try a little further. The next time, they try a little bit more, and they go further and further and further. So that's what's the beautiful part about it. Never stop dreaming, hoping, uh, or wanting. All right? Okay. So that's the idea here, is how can we use bacon to handle disappointment? Keep in mind, disappointment's going to happen. There's no stopping it. Uh, there's no uh, magic wand. You can't snap your finger and make it go away, so you're going to have to live with it. The idea here is, can, uh, can I shorten that span that it's going to be with me? So it's B, be nice to yourself and others. Treat yourself good because you're still a great, great person. Just because something bad happened, just because you let yourself down or, or someone else you feel let, let you down, still be nice to them, it's going to get better. A, allow yourself to be aware of how you feel. Identify those feelings, whether it's sadness, anger, etc. Uh, identify them because the more you identify them, deal with them, the faster they'll go away. C is concentrate on humility and gratefulness. That's how you make those feelings go away. Uh, think about how wonderful those other people are doing, how, how you know they deserve to be congratulated. Be grateful for as far as you've gotten. All right. And the way you do that is O, uh, opting for optimism and understanding is really make the choice. The, the conscious choice to be optimistic about things and understand that things don't always go our way, okay? But but I'm going to enjoy the highs of my roller coaster and I'm going to fight through the lows. And of course, no matter how rough life is, never stop dreaming, hoping, or wanting. Life is a fight that you, it's 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 not a mountain we climb, it's a mountain range. We we struggle to get up one mountain and what we learn on on our way up the top of the mountain Oh, when we get to the top, we get a momentary rest and then we can relax because coming down the mountain's a little bit easier. But everything we've learned makes climbing the next mountain a little bit easier, climbing the next mountain a little bit easier. And that's what life's about. You're never going to stop climbing those mountains. Okay. Exactly. All right. So um, uh, I have a quote here. I'm going to okay. give you a quote that I, I like living here. It's from the Rolling Stones. Oh, boy. You Did, can't always get what you want. Bam. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometime, you just might find you get what you need. I'd sing that to my niece all the time. She hated it. Yeah. <laughs> she would want something, and I would sing it. You can't always get what you want. Stop it! <laughs> so, did she learn to deal with disappointment? Oh, no, no. I still sing it to her. Nice, nice. <laughs> but it's so it's so true when you just think about that. You can't always get what you want. In other words, we, we dream of these things, right? And we want these things so badly that we create this um, artificial universe, this 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 picture of us with what we want, whether it's the love of our life, a promotion, a raise at work, a new car, a bigger home, a mowed lawn, a shoveled driveway, whatever it is, we picture that. And then when it doesn't happen for one reason or another, we get very disappointed. Okay. So you can't always get what you want. Understand that that's going to happen. Uh, but if we try sometimes, you might we might find that what I did get was what I needed. So maybe the reason I... I didn't shovel the, the walkway is because I had to do other things and I got those things done and it's going to get warm. And so that snow is going to melt. Okay. So it all does work out if we allow it to. All right. You're digging that? 
I am. All right. Am. So give us a quote there, Tiffany. Um, this was one about the whole um, thought thing when you were yes. talking about it, everything's in our head. Yeah. I was free once I realized the cage was made out of thoughts. Ooh, that's a yeah. really nice I one. I have no idea who wrote it, but All right. I saw that and I was like, I'm going to give you exactly. credit for it. I'll give you credit for uh, it. We'll give Lloyd. Yeah. All right, there you go. I like that one yeah. because you're right. You're We're trapped by our, our own thoughts. Like I said, it's all in our head. Just allow ourselves to go through there. If we can if uh, we can manifest those negative feelings in, in our head, they're just within our body. We can manifest those feelings. We can certainly manifest better feelings. It's very difficult. Yes. There, when you have those negative thoughts talking Talking right. to yourself in the head, yeah. It's, but, uh, it is difficult, but you get past it, absolutely. Yes. You know, uh, when you look at this, is if uh, you ask somebody, do uh, 25 push-ups. There's, there's a few people who are like, yeah, that's no problem. But a lot of people are going to go, I can't do 25 push-ups. I can't do 10 push-ups. I can't do five push-ups. Uh, but if you said, okay, then try to do one push-up. And then an hour, try it again. In an hour, try to do it again. And then tomorrow. In 20 hours. Yeah, well, no, no, <laughs> take a day off. And then in, tomorrow, try to do two push-ups. The next day, try to do three push-ups. Before you know it, in a month, all of a sudden, you're like, I can do 25 push-ups. Because we exercised. We pushed for it. We tried for it. We didn't just give up. We didn't say, I can't do 25 push-ups. I'm not even going to try. Okay? No, you have to work at these things. If it's something you really want, something you desire, something you're dreaming about, Oftentimes you have to work at it. You could, you might, you might just out of the blue get it on in your hands and uh, feet and do twenty five push ups, and you might be like, "Oh, that's awesome!" But most people can't. So what you've got to do is you got to work at it. If it's something you want, all right, don't just immediately get disappointed, and don't get disappointed if you don't get it the first time. Try it again. Work at it, and get better and better at it. Okay, um, that's so, everything. Yes, everything. So, have you ever heard of this thing called uh, the secret? Okay. Yeah, um, the book. The book, yeah, there's the book. Yeah. And so I was huge years ago. Oh my God. And there's a little documentary on it and stuff. And it's this idea that that people can just by truly saying, being very specific, this is what I want in life, by saying that they can have the things appear in their life. And I used to think about this and being the logical person I am, I'm where I'm I gotta apply logic to it. I said that can't always happen. I believe that there's something to this. And so how I, how I view life and how I get around disappointment is this. I use these three words. It's desire, deserving, and demand. All right? And so what has to happen is we all have desires for things. And just because we want it doesn't mean we get it, right? Okay. Uh, we deserve things. And everyone deserves things. We all deserve a roof over our head. We deserve clean water. We deserve lots of things, right? Uh, but the problem is demand because when we want things and we, even though we deserve them, that doesn't mean that they're always there. So there's a, sometimes a greater demand for the that versus the supply. Okay. And the way I, I kind of explain it is this is let's say I am celebrating baby Joe's birthday. Okay. Yeah. And just the two of us are out and, uh, we're at the restaurant. We finished dinner and they bring over one slice of cake. All right. Now okay. I desire the cake because I like good fresh cake well-made cake. He desires the cake, right? So mm -hmm. we both desire the cake. So our desire is the same. Uh, the demand is there's only one slice of cake and there's two of us. So the demand does not, now you, we could say, oh, well, you can cut it in half. Okay. But if we both desire the full slice, okay, 
the demand is there's only one slice of cake, right? So who deserves the slice of cake? It's baby Joe's birthday. So he deserves the slice of cake. So that's what I mean about deserving. And so I try to look at those three words all the time. And sometimes what will happen is, uh, you know how much I, I've told you before how much I love I've, uh, finding great parking spaces. Okay. I pull, I've mentioned this to you. Yes, you right. have. In the and city. In the city, anywhere. It's just like suddenly I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this. The, the spot opened up and it's right in front of wherever I'm going to be. Uh, Christy loves that too. She goes, how do you do this all the time? And I said, because I truly believe I desire it. I want a good spot. I deserve it. Why, why not? I'm a good guy. I deserve a good spot. The demand is not there. Okay. I mean, there's, there's plenty of other people wanting it. All right. And I just happen to get it sometimes. So when I pull up and the spot doesn't appear, okay, or I don't get the spot right in front of the door and I get a spot like two spots away and I can say to myself, I could be disappointed. Well, how come I didn't get the best spot? How come I didn't get that spot over there? Well, it's because I, in my head I go, because somebody either deserved it more than me, okay? Or you could walk. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of other things, right? So if you look at everything, rather than being disappointed, ask yourself, did you really desire it? Did I really, really want that spot? You know, did I really want that piece of cake? Uh, did I deserve it? Or in other words, not so much did I deserve it, but did somebody deserve it more than me? And then lastly, demand. There's only so much of it. If we all said, I want a million dollars and everyone in the world said, yes, I definitely want a million dollars. Everyone in the world wants a million dollars, right? Uh, and we said, yes, and everyone deserves it because we're all equal. We all deserve it. Well, the demand uh, or the, yeah, the demand, the amount of millions of dollars is probably not there for 8 billion people to have a million dollars because all of a sudden everyone have a million dollars and a million dollars would be worth a dollar. A gallon of milk would be $500,000, you know, so it would be worthless. So you know what I mean? Is So there's only so much of everything out there. And as long as you realize that and understand that if I don't get what I want, in the back of my mind I can say because somebody else was more deserving and there was only so much to give and that person got it. All right? And if you cop that attitude, at least for me, that seems to work very well. Okay. okay. Uh, does that make any sense to you? It does make sense. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. How about hitting us up with another uh, quote there, Tiffany? Tipperoni. Hmm. Well, one of the best successes comes right after their greatest disappointments. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, I think, you know what? You know what's really cool about who, who said that? Um, Henry Ward Beecher. Okay. Thank you, Hank. All right. Uh, what I like about that is... Some of our greatest successes come after our greatest disappointment, right? Uh, that's me paraphrasing your quote is because rather than, you know, somebody's going to go, well, I lost a race. How can my greatest accomplishment happen right after losing? Because maybe your greatest accomplishment is what you learned from losing. And we have to concentrate as a, as humanity, as people, we have to concentrate on the path, understanding and loving the journey we're on. Not always saying I have to get to the destination and I'm going to be disappointed if the destination doesn't live up to my expectations. Okay. Enjoy the path. Enjoy the road trip. And uh, secondly, is truly enjoy everything you learn about what's been going on. And if you do that, help other people along the path. I think you're happy-go-lucky and you'll beat disappointment every day of the week. All right? All right. You're digging that? Yes. All right. Well, cool. So, Tiffany... Um, it's, it looks like we've got about 10 minutes left here. And uh, obviously, I want to leave more time for if you've got any other quotes there. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk more about the other side of disappointment, the excitement of it. 
Okay. Uh, what were some of the things you said you were happy about this Christmas? Uh, and I said, I really didn't ask for anything. I, I forced myself to ask for a few things that I thought, oh, these would be cool to have, but they're not necessities. And and I got them and I was like, this is really cool. And I got all this other stuff that I didn't expect. And I was elated by it. Absolutely just so happy, so full of joy. Everything was just wonderful, wonderful Christmas uh, weekend. So tell me something exciting about your Christmas weekend. I went to my niece's house. She had just moved in, so I got to see her new house. Cool. My uh, great nephew and had dinner, and it was it was really nice. So okay, what you what you eat for dinner? It was ham. It, it, why is ham the Christmas meal? Because turkey is Thanksgiving. Yeah, but I think in the olden days, wasn't it the fatted goose or something like that? That was from Scrooge. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how many people cook know. goose anymore. I'm not sure. We used yeah. to have duck. For okay. um, Christmas. I mean, for uh, Thanksgiving. Okay. When I was a kid. All right. So ham, that's the way to go. I'm a bacon guy. You know, this is bacon bits. So, of no. course, we're never going to turn our back on ham. Yep. All yep. right. So, it was good. Then went ham and um, I made a couple. I made sweet potatoes and uh, some, this pretzel jello dessert thing. And okay. my pecan pie muffins and brought salad. And it was lots and lots of food. Way too much food. Yeah, yeah. Way too much food. There always is, right? Yeah. And, you know, I guess that's something to be grateful for because we Mm -hmm. do have the ability to have way too much food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was nice. It was really nice. Yeah. So I was, I was really excited and, um, uh, my daughter called me and said, you know, I want to do the Christmas Eve thing, uh, which I've always wanted in my entire life was to have all my family over for Christmas Eve. And she had called me and said, could we come over Christmas Eve Eve that Friday, the 23rd? And I was like, yeah, because in my head, what that does is it's it's not a disappointment like, oh, you couldn't make it on Christmas Eve. No, what it did was it spreads the holiday, makes it wider, longer. Okay, so it was wonderful to have uh, all my kids. All right. Uh, Katie, Megan, uh, Luke and and what's her name? And Lauren. (laughs) Oh, Lauren, I'm so sorry. (laughs) And, of course, Christy was there, too. But it was great to have us all there. And then, uh, you know, Christy's telling me, oh, you know, what time are they going to come here? What are we going to do? What are you going to, are you going to cook something? I was like, yeah, I made my famous Mexican lasagna. Okay. And um, she was like, well, what are they going to, I'm going to play these games. Do you think they'll like these games? And I was like, you know what? I don't want any stress. No, no reason to be disappointed. We'll suggest a game. People are going to play. Either they like it or they don't like it. And you know what? If they don't like it, that's their fault for not enjoying it. A game is a game is a game, right? We're all going to have fun. And we had a ball, just absolutely wonderful. Some wonderful games we played. She she did this whole thing, you've probably seen this, where she takes a saran wrap ball and she uh, she starts making a ball uh, around something. And then as she wraps more and more saran wrap, she puts another gift, like a dollar bill, wraps more saran wrap until it's like the size of a basketball. All right? And it's loaded with hidden gifts underneath the layers of saran wrap. Very good for the environment. And uh, so what you do is everyone's got to wear mittens and you have to roll it. And if you unroll it, whatever you, whatever prize falls out, you get to keep. So it's one ball, one giant ball. Okay. And, and let's say you have the ball. And you I'm, have unrolling, the I'm unrolling. How, how long do you have? Good question. Uh, so the next person in, in the row has two dice and they're rolling it. As soon as they get doubles, they take the ball away. Gotcha. So then it starts going around and everyone's laughing and having a good time and unwrapping saran wrap with mittens makes it even more difficult. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's what the fun So is. as long as 
you keep unwrapping, you get more presents exactly. until, until they run they run a right, double. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then is the biggest prize in the center? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I was laughing too. But I mean, that's yeah. that's the probably whole like, thing of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you try the, to get the to best the best is yeah, in the like center and then... a can of beans. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't know if, yeah. if right. the best yeah, is in something. the middle or... Yeah, oh no, the best has got to be in the middle. Because that's, that's, that's the winner really gotcha. gets to the middle. Okay. But there's all kinds of stuff. There was like little transformers yeah. there was dollar bills there were nice. m&ms all kinds of stuff now did she create that or did she no she uh, saw, saw it online that's, yeah so that's she cute. Yeah. That's, so that's a a cute simple yeah game. yeah yeah and and the trick is so if you know you got to you can't just use one roll because then somebody could just stand up and just like keep yanking on it and it'll unroll you have to grab sheets of saran wrap and wrap it so oh. if they grab one end and rip it off they have to then search for the next oh. end, right? And sometimes you can alternate back and forth. You can use wrapping paper, wrap it all up with tape, and then do saran wrap more, and then you do more wrapping. You can change it all up, oh. all kinds of stuff. So you can really have a good time with it. But it's really fun when you're having to unwrap it with mittens. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, the other thing was really cool was she lined up, I think it was like 12 little tea candles, all right, on the table, a long row of these, and you had to stand on one side and with one breath see how many you could blow out at one time. Oh, I bet you blew them all out. No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a very uh, good COVID uh, game. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh, no, I did. I, I thought I was winning. I thought I had like the, I think I had 10 out of the 12. And then Christy came back and got 11 out of the 12. She's awesome. Mm. She's, she's super duper. You know, I'm only mortal. You know, Christy is Wonder Woman in my eyes. So mm. that's what it is. Uh, and then we hit the other game I really loved was uh, this game about you use a flipper, you know, pancake flipper. Yeah. And you hold a plate or a cutting board in one hand. You're blindfolded, and on the table is all this fake money and real money. And you have to use the flipper to pick up the money and put it on the plate. But you're blindfolded, so you never know if you're picking up anything uh-huh. or not. So that's funny to watch because people are taking their time. They're lifting it up and nothing. You know, they're picking up nothing, but they, they're carefully. Oh, pulling. they think they oh, have yeah, something? Be- because you're blindfolded. Yeah. You don't know. And even I if guess you do it's pick so up, light right, that you, you wouldn't right. know. So that was fun. That was another good game. It was a great game. So, Christy, if you're out there listening, thank you so much for making it so wonderful. She gave me some wonderful gifts that that made me laugh and made me cry. She gave yeah. me this one book that I, I cannot wait. As soon as I leave here, I'm going to read it. Oh. I, I didn't bring it in the car because I was afraid I'd be reading it while I was driving, and that's not good. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so what'd you get her? Um, I got her a few different things. I get her, uh, some stuff that she really likes, gifts, gift certificates of the place she likes to shop. Okay. And I handmade her little earrings, uh, in the shapes of pallets. Pallets? Yeah. There's the pallets, the wooden, the wooden pallets. Yeah. Yeah. Because she knows how much I love those, uh, to make bars out of. Okay. So there you lucky go. Lucky girl. She is a lucky girl. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So we had a wonderful time, and but the best, the best part here, here's the best part, is that so that was Christmas Eve. That was Christmas. So you Eve. were yeah. at Christmas Eve Eve, right? At your daughter's. Yeah. So that no, was... no, no. At our house. Everyone was at my house. But Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas Eve Eve. Right. So and then Christmas Eve, everyone was out on their own, and so Christy and I got to sit and we watched some movies. We watched. Uh... I think you said your daughter wanted to have Christmas. Eve. Oh no 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 no. She wanted. Yeah, she wanted to have it. Like she wanted us all together. But at my house. Oh, at That's your I mean. house. I, I thought understand. she wanted at her house. No. So I thought no. you celebrated Christmas Eve Eve at her house, Christmas Eve, Eve. at your house, and Christmas Day nope. at your father-in-law's house. No. Right. Gotcha. Right. So Christmas Eve, just Christy and I together. We gotcha. watched movies. Gotcha. Awesome time. We watched um, It's a Wonderful Life. 
which was the greatest Christmas movie ever. No, it's not. But okay. Oh, what's the greatest Christmas? Miracle on Thirty First Street. It's Thirty Fourth Street. Thirty Fourth Street. <laughs> and I just I watched that. I would say that's that's, that's the, right uh, up there. Right up there. It's a beautiful movie. The, the original. The yeah, not, yeah. Not oh, the, not yeah. the remake. Oh, no, I think no. there was a remake in the eighties or yeah, that really. They 90s remake or them so. all. They remake them and ruin them all the time. But ruin no, them. I understand. I love that movie. At the end, where um, <gasps> it's the cane. Could it's it really be? Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good movie. Okay. But um, It's a Wonderful Life. You know why I love it? Is because of all the accents and the dialects. Every every actor in that movie speaks a little bit differently. So, um, a little trivia, which you yes. probably know. I don't know. When it came out in the theaters mm-hmm. back in the day, yes. it did horrible. It got horrible reviews. Oh, it got horrible. It became very popular in modern time and when it came to TV. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but when it was so out originally so in the theaters, yeah. it did not do well at all. Yeah. Not at all. And it got bad reviews and everything. So I think, well, I think because, wait, you're talking about It's a Wonderful Life? Or? Yeah, It's a Wonderful yeah. Life. Yeah. Well, Back because in the day. this guy was so disappointed in himself. Yeah. Okay. And he was just saying the world would be better without me. Yeah. And he, he uh, the angel Clarence turned it all around. And Clarence, the angel, that who that's who the pig in my book is named after. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. All right. Well, it looks like our day is over here. All right. It is nine. Well, it's eight o'clock nine? here. It better yeah, not be nine, nine o'clock. On this clock is all wrong. So it's uh, it's eight o'clock ish on this on our radio clock. It seems like a little shy of that on the clock clock. There's all so right? many clocks in There's here. There's too many, and most of them are wrong or different. Yeah. Uh, this one says it's four forty-five. So anyway, <laughs> so we're going to call it an evening so we can get home to our loved ones and start preparing for New Year's Eve. All right. Mm. So uh, hopefully we have some even greater times. And when we look back at 2022, do not look back at 2022 with any disappointment. Uh, we uh-huh. learned things and we got better and better and things have been wonderful. It for better us. be 2023 better be awesome. better than 2022 oh, it'll be even better oh, even better so. just keeps getting better and better it, and better it better get better and you, better you got it all right all right so thank you again so much you've been listening to wrlr 98.3 uh bacon bits with master happiness i'm your host marty jalove and of course i can't do it by myself i need my bestest buddy tiffany or tipperoo whatever you want to call her she'll answer to almost anything all right thank you so much and we will see you next uh, next week, Monday, which is also, we'll see you next year. Next year. All right. Say goodnight, Tiffany. Goodnight, Tiffany. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.